Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming, a tabletop RPG actual play podcast. To find out more, visit us online at cityonahillgaming.com or follow us on Twitter at City on a Hill Game. We hope you enjoy our show. Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming. I am Ryan. I am not in charge. Um, tonight, Grant is in charge. Dun, dun, dun. That's, that's actually fine. Grant, Grant's been in charge before. We're, we're perfectly okay with that. Uh, we have Grant. Hey. Peter. Hello. Ben. Hoi, hoi. Okay. Daniel. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. I knew someone would do it. And me, Ryan. Hi. Uh, okay, Grant, it's uh, it's yours now. Okay. So in our little uh, wrap-up and, you know, wander years episode, I mentioned Microscope for a Impulse Drive campaign's kind of intro session minus one, <laughs> if you will. And that's what we are doing tonight. Microscope is a role-playing game without characters, or at least not dedicated characters. It is a world-building game, and in many ways, really a 4D world-building game, because we are building a history of a place as well as its geography. And really, its history is what matters more than anything else. Um, So to to quickly run through this, what we're going to do is we're going to define a big-picture premise statement for this setting. And the setting that we have some, because we know what we're going to be doing with this setting, we're going to be running a pulpy space fantasy, space opera-y game, sort of like Star Wars or Mass Effect or maybe Firefly, something in that general oeuvre. We want it to be that, right? So we're going to define a big picture premise statement about that setting. And we're going to establish bookends, which are quick descriptions of the start and end of the age of time that we may be playing in and that define the history of this world that we're creating. We can talk about some basic premises, but we're going to leave this wide open to start with. Then we're going to do the palette, which is basically an ad and ban list. Uh, In turn order, we're going to go around and everyone will have a chance to add something which usually wouldn't appear in this setting or ban something that would usually appear in the setting, just based off what we generally know about this sort of world. We're building off common knowledge. We can negotiate about this stuff. We can open uh, stuff up, but these are exceptions based on what we think everyone sort of expects. Uh, If you want something to absolutely be here, you list it here. Um, Now we still have to use it later, but things banned from the setting will never appear. And also um, we've already done some safety tool stuff. That stuff we don't need to worry about. It's already off the table. Don't waste a ban on that, okay? Uh, On your turn, you don't have to put something in the palette. You can pass. And once one person has passed, we are done. We're going to finish up that round and move on. At which point we will build out the history. There's a focus, the lead player called the lens. They're going to uh, define the thing that we are talking about. Okay. The lens chooses a focus for this round. And this can be anything, a person, a place, an institution, an event, a period, a concept, whatever. And we go around the table and we add things to our history. And this is sort of a nested, almost outline kind of form. When you add something, you give it a name, you give it one or two sentences of explanation. Uh, if you're doing an event, it needs to be specific. And then you at, determine whether it is light or dark based on how you think history views that period or that moment in time. It's the tone of that area. 
we have had things that are nominally like, you know, very bright and successful, like, hey, the city is growing in prosperity, but we do it as a dark tone and, oh, well, it's growing because it's, you know, uh, this imperial expansion or, oh, because of they're using dark powers to get rich, whatever. Or you can have, well, this is not a good time, but it's got a, a nice light tone to it. It's hopeful, things are on the upswing, whatever. And then in turn order, each player adds to the history. This is not exactly collaborative. We are letting each player create without interference. If you feel like you need help, however, ask. Okay, and we'll go over all this just to be clear. We'll be going over this in more detail as we go. But I just want to give you a quick overview of what we're doing. The lens finishes out the focus. They have one more thing. We choose a legacy, something suggested by that round, but not explored. And then we sort of do the, the whole process again. And then once everyone's been the lens, we say, do we have time to continue? We probably won't tonight. Uh, and then we decide when our game will be set. And that's how this works. Uh, Microscope is a, a really fun little role-playing game uh, by Ben Robbins, uh, published in 2011. And it's great. I recommend picking it up. It is small. It's inexpensive. Looks great on your bookshelf. Check it out. It's good. All right. So let's start with the big picture. Uh, for this entire campaign, I expect to never touch Roll20 or any other virtual tabletop. Everything we are doing is theater of the mind. Oh, it's so empty in here. 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 Look, my mind palace is a white void, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. I used to joke that my mind is like a steel trap. Everything that goes in there gets mangled. Yeah. All right. So I've got the first page is just a quick walkthrough of what we're going to be doing. Second page is where we will start. And just for the record, I've got light and dark dots so we can work stuff. Okay. So let's talk big picture. What is the big picture here? We want it to be sci-fi. What kind of sci-fi? Uh, in that pulp, we know it once we want it to be pulpy and actiony. Ryan was immediately on Star Wars, like he wants to play a Star Wars y kind of game. I, so, what is our setting? Is I, this. Hmm? Oh, sorry. Um, I would like to avoid this either be this either being at the tail end of or in the middle of a large galactic war because that's okay. all anyone ever does. We will. That may need to come later. I'm not actually sure. That, yeah, that's later. But it's not a bad thing. Like the palette that we are talking about, or sorry, the, the big picture, this is like a one line description. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Big picture. What are we doing here? Right. Single sentence. We want something big. We want a lot of time and space. Like the examples they give are an ancient empire rises and falls. So this is super quick. We're talking, are we, but we're kind of talking about our scale as much as anything else. Are we talking about, a city, planet, a solar system, a sector, a galaxy, the local group. What are we looking at here? I would suggest got, no more than a sector. I've got an idea. Based on how many times we're going to play this. Sure. Potentially. Yeah. Yep. Ben? So I was thinking with the going off of the just big picturing, um, we, can, we can narrow it down to sector, but uh, here's my tag. Uh, the galaxy is the galaxy has been explored, but there's not enough room for everybody. Okay, how does everyone feel about that? We need more galaxy. That's interesting. I so think that we, we, we've might, explored um, the galaxy. Go ahead, Peter. I think that might um, 
make it real easy to introduce some themes that we'd rather keep off of City on a Hill. That's true. We don't want to accidentally do a colonialism. Yeah. We would prefer not to do a colonialism. That is true. I don't, and, and I don't mind the space of like limited resources. Hi, Marshall. Um, but I don't mind the space of limited resources if there is an alternative. Like in Star Wars, there is always, no matter how much of Star Wars you explore, there is always another part of the galaxy that's unchecked, I guess. So if that's the premise of, of that's what we're dealing with, of like everything is explored, everything is claimed, except for that space over there that no one wants to go into because legend says something awful is there, then yes, I'm just copying the unknown regions from Star Wars, but that's beside the point. Right. Okay. I have a, I have a suggestion that kind of dovetails off of that. <clears throat> How about a sector that's being explored? Not because, you know, later than a lot of things, not because anybody was scared of it, but because some new technology that finally made this area accessible has been developed and gotten into a, a state where it's safe to use. Okay. Remember that we are talking about, we're going to be developing an entire history of this area. So we're talking, you know, uh, let's, let's keep this to maybe there's, you know, we're talking about a, a sector that humanity is, ex or civilization is expanding into. Like that's a perfectly good palette statement, but we don't want to, define too many details of technologies or or possibilities yet because uh you know th that that comes a little later so when you say one sentence you mean literally one sentence. i mean literally one sentence okay okay then i suggest this is a sector that has that civilization is expanding into <laughs> sure all right a, a, a sector of space that uh that civilization it um, is just is expanding. Actually, you know what? Let's let's take the time out of that. The expansion of civilization into a unknown sector of what the galaxy of a galaxy. Sure, it could be yeah. even into a new galaxy. I mean, that doesn't make it so immensely broad that it's crazy. Galactic well, if space. we want to keep it smaller, we can do a second, like a spiral arm. This we're in this spiral arm. Well, we can just searching keep it... out the other spiral arms. Sure, galactic space. How's that sound? That's fine. Yeah. Okay. And also, N. I knew. I can grammar. Close. All right. Hey, good news. We've done a quarter of the game already, right? Yay. Not Ooh. really, but okay. Uh, bookends. So we've done the pout. Great. That's our our statement. So, uh, or we've done the big picture. Sorry. Let's establish some bookends. Quick de descriptions of the start and end of the age. And Peter, this is where what you were talking about comes in. We start with maybe the discovery of a technology that allows us to explore the sector. Like, have we just reached FTL? Um, sure, maybe that's it. Maybe our, our the start of our timeline is the discovery of faster-than-light travel or development of or overcoming the, or, you know, ex, or maybe extended faster than light travel that allows us to reach beyond a, the small cluster of stars near us. Sure. Yeah, but I like that. Wormhole technology. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a 
Yeah, something along something those lines. Something along those lines, yeah. Or perhaps even like a wormhole drive or something, you know? That way we're not stuck in the concept of just like as far as a ship can take you in a defined number of years and it's not that far. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm going extended big. faster than light travel because that, that does a couple things. First, it leaves open the possibility that maybe we had like little tiny jumps open to us. We could maybe get like five to ten light years. With relative. Jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Something like that. But now we have extended FTL travel and maybe we've met a few alien species. Maybe they've met us. But now we're expanding out. Right. And this is where we start our history. Yeah. I, All right. I like so that's that. the start. And that sounds like a light tone to that. Right. That sounds good. Yeah. And I think yeah. it makes sense for if, if we're leaning towards Ben's original, some form of Ben's original premise. Sure. We All need right. to do so more what's, things. So what's the ending bookmark or bu- the, the bookend here? And I assume it's, this can cover a fair amount of time. This can cover millennia. Ooh, okay. It's It can cover millennia. It can cover a year. It doesn't matter. It's just what we want the story to be about. I feel like we need to... I, okay. I feel like I'd like to brainstorm this a little bit because sure. uh, I, I like to think along things of like, you know, logical ends. So if you're starting with like... We've just discovered expanded faster than light travel. Then, what does make a good end point for that? That we have established some sort of like full network across the galaxy where I was going to say, like Ben's, I think Ben's premise makes sense there that we have explored unestablished, the established portion of the known galaxy is now explored. Sure. But remember, this is just where we want to end things. This could end with humanity is in isolated enclaves, and you know, uh, and communic- you know, communication between the stars has been lost. This could end with, uh, you know, a burgeoning, th- uh, thriving society of you know interstellar, uh, you know, settled planets is established. I want to uh, explore. An empire has arisen that's conquered, you know, I, the known I, space. I have a, I have a, an interesting suggestion. A reliable technology for, like, you know, planetary level speeds. So, like, think about the internet, faster than light communication across the entirety of interplanetary civilization is discovered and implemented. So, like, the interstellar internet comes online basically so we go from ftl to ftl but for actual communication okay yeah so that, like that's star, fine like star just... trek sublight communication mm-hmm. okay like that. is that where we or want subspace. to so here's the thing is that where we want to stop <laughs> the history that we're developing because that's what we're talking about well the reason why i would suggest <clears throat> stopping the history there is because we're going to be using this as as an adventure setting, right? So if Mm -hmm. you've got this space in the middle where we would put our adventures, you've got this kind of like explorers out on the sharp end cut off from any kind of like instant support and maybe trying to um, establish this communications network. You could get a little bit of kind of like a building the railroad kind of a thing there. 
Sure could. Um, sure could. Otherwise, getting... you wind up with this whole thing where it's like, well, we're out in, you know, we're out in the, you know, ABC sector and this big nasty thing, you know, comes out from behind a planet and starts chasing our starship. Grab the phone and call the cops, you know? <laughs> it's like Right. Eh. Well, again, there's a lot of room to 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 vary that up, right? Yeah. Um, well, and and thinking of like the west, it's you can outrun a train theoretically, but you can't outrun the radio or the the telegraph. So yeah. if we have in so like yeah, that having instant communication across the galaxy is a good point. We can't run any faster than that if if we're doing a roguey kind of thing. You, you you get away, but you can't outrun communication. So I think that does yeah. seem like a good well, I mean, place for us to end. I think it's two ends of a spectrum, and it's a spectrum that if you've literally, if you start with literally just breaking extended FTL all the way to this, like the distinction in, like if you go like the difference between how long it takes for me to send a message to someone in England now versus how long it took when you had to do it by boat and not the kind with a steam engine. Like, it's a significant portion of time. Yeah, it's it's the reason why I suggested the yeah, communication oh, <laughs> frontier. Um, the communication thing is, that's the point at which the frontier stops being the frontier. Uh, yeah, and that, um, if we're continuing with the Western analogy, like, that's kind of when the West and the myth of the West ended. It, I can't count the number of movies that the West ends with... Uh, well, we you got know, there. Train trains being built yeah. and passing through towns, and okay. now yeah, you have no, I, I see what you're saying. The east catches so to up to the forward. west. Yeah, so just to move things forward, how about this? The establishment of Galcom, Galactic Communications, whatever we we can finalize some names later, ends the era of unfettered exploration. Sure. I'm going like to suggest that. we make that uh, a down note. We we give that a dark tone because that's probably a good thing for everyone but in terms of the tone of our setting we lose that exploration we lose that freedom it's all settled and civilized and boring it's the yeah, everything it's in x-files every episode of x-files would have lasted five minutes if they had cell phones kind of thing <laughs> right <laughs> so and, and i think that that idea of and now things are prosaic again well, and presumably some giant company owns it. Yeah. Well, Gal, I'm saying Galcom. And, oh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that, you can, can put that as I, a dark I, note, darker note, if you put it like under the auspices of just one group. Sure. Yeah. That uh, tends Warhammer, to make it a darker. Or not Warhammer. Um, uh, BattleTech, right? <laughs> Has uh, right. some some of those similar vibes, and I, I think that's fine. Okay. Even, even like Firefly. It. Firefly, sure. Yes, I'm, yeah. yep. That whole "you can't take the sky from me" motif of I'm I want to be out here and exploring, and the exploring is the great part of it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So good news. We've done the bookends. We've done the big picture. Now it's palette time. See, we're we're moving right along. So this is our ad ban list. So in turn order, we're going to go around, and everyone will have a chance to add something which again, usually wouldn't appear in this setting or ban something that usually would appear. You can negotiate this stuff. Uh, this is, and, and I say this, this is the stuff, if you put it in ad, this is like, guys, I really want this to feature heavily if we use it, okay? So for example, um, do you guys mind if I go first just to give us, give us an example to work off of? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, I would like to add robots. 
Yep. Because I want lots and lots of robots. And this is partly a metagame thing because Impulse Drive is a can be a very action-y game. And I feel like shooting robots is a lot more fun and also within the tone of City on a Hill than shooting people. Sure. Uh, yeah. And it's very pulpy and action-y, but also... Getting I your Samurai this, Jack on a bit here, are you, Grant? Uh, or Voltron, or... Um, Power Rangers. Any no, it's of those. Good yeah, no, and I'm here. You know, like you said, I don't want this to turn into a huge digression, but... Yeah, yeah. but but that's, that's the idea, time. is if we're shooting robots that... Sp- or, or actually the original Battlestar Galactica and those Cylons, right? Oh, right. Where they're just, yeah, just... T- tin cans. They're yeah, tin yeah. cans. They're called tin right. cans for a reason. They're just it's Skynet. Yeah, Skynet. Uh, even uh, episode one, stupid. You know, Roger Roger battle droids. Yeah, right. Roger Roger. That that they're they're great mooks to beat up, but yes. also that says a lot about our setting. Not a lot of living things. A lot of robots. All right, I'm going to go just kind of based on the order I see in Zoom. So, um, Ben, you can add or ban. Um, I got an ad, and this is for Brian. Um, anthropomorphic animals species. Yay. Are these uplifted Earth species or species that just from the rest of the galaxy that just sort of happen to be <clears throat> like Earth animals? Um, I would say seeded earth animals yes i i like this um theory honestly we could do a weird one where it's like in reverse that the a lot of the animals we have on earth kind of have the imprints of their dna from these other sentient species yeah that's what i mean by seeded yeah like they were seeded here explain seeded to me so like it's the the concept that it's the uh intelligent design concept of 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 earth that we are all been dna seeded by some intelligent uh alien millions of years ago yada 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 so all of the things that we have all the animals that we have dna come from other species we just have this the basic version dumbed down version yeah Yeah. interesting okay star trek that gives us intelligent corgis and so somewhere you have Magic the Gathering's Loxodons, but all we have are elephants. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And that's because somewhere along the way, something took aliens, turned them into a species that could grow into something real or up, turned them into a, a intelligent anthropomorphic species and put them down somewhere else. And we met them and went, huh. That's interesting. Elephant people. Yeah. And that also makes for easy storytelling, too, because then you don't have to describe. You just say, these are elephant people. And everyone goes, right. Oh, and and we have the wonderful out of "Eh, aliens did it. Yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) Saved it. Good. Love it. Good. All right. uh, Cool. Uh, Peter. I have a band. Space opera style. um, Goofy energy weapons. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> so no like I was gonna say laser, or laser phasers or that sort of thing. Um, if you want to oh. use like electro lasers or something where you've got more of like a hard sci-fi description where you've got a laser that ionizes a trail and then a high voltage current goes through there. Cool. But so this no isn't just energy weapons. This isn't just no lightsabers. This is like also no 
blaster rifles. So, uh-huh. oh, okay. so if, if I'm understanding right, you'd want to stick to if we use guns or something like Goss rifles or something that's or like I mean, phasers based on legitimate scientific technology. Let, let me be a little more explicit about this because I'm, I'm a little a little confused. Level of weapons technology. I uh, don't understand so enough about effect to be honest. Okay, yeah. you've got actual projectiles most of the time. Your energy weapons are a bit more grounded, etc. Okay, so a little... I may be reaching here. A little more Overwatch? Where, yeah, like, perhaps. there's still some pew-pew, but it's, like, more science-based pew-pew and less lasers come out of it. Don't ask questions. Well, and also, like, the idea of like these weird like rods of energy that you can see coming out of ranged weapons you know that they, oh, they sure. move slowly enough where you can watch discernible colors the screen and stuff. right yeah okay <laughs> the, go- the good guys shoot the red lasers the bad guys shoot the green lasers and i can yeah. watch them pew pew across my screen at, at 30 frames a no gi joe right. weapons okay got it uh-huh. gotcha. yeah okay. that's that's what i'm yeah that's fine all right i got you all Interesting. right ryan uh, I don't want to deal with a galactic civil war. I'm over it. Okay. I don't. I, I like that. It's I, I love it, but I'm, it, there's just no one has anything else anymore. <sighs> True that. No, I'm I'm with you on that one. Actually, that's uh, I'm 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 good. I don't know what that leaves, but I guess we'll figure it out. Tons of things. yeah, more exploration. Oh, yeah, probably. There's plenty. Yeah. Of, there's plenty of stuff. Yeah. Again, there's pirates. There's corporate stuff there's yeah, yeah yeah you know th- there may be local civil wars but oh, there's sure, no sure, giant sure. galactic civil war i'm not facing I'm two I mean, factions where just everybody's shooting lasers what, all the time yeah what's what's left is the first like four hours of any stellaris campaign like <laughs> there's plenty oh we'll be fine. Yeah. yeah he's right yeah, absolutely all right daniel huh <laughs> um all right i think just because I always find this really confusing when it happens in sci-fi, uh, I, with one notable exception, but uh, I'd just like to put a ban on time travel shenanigans. Yes, please. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. We just... <laughs> Not a problem. Especially in, in what is going to be, because I don't know if we've said this, an ostensibly shorter campaign. Yeah. I'm uh, hoping... We don't need to do a whole lot of jumping. Knock on wood, three sessions. Definitely don't need yeah. to do any jumping then. Yeah, yeah, three yeah. sessions. That and that's be fine. But this is also episodes. about what we, this is not about the game that we're going to play as much as the setting. We now know that time travel has not affected our history. That nobody's right. built a time machine in our setting and done stuff. Great. Yeah. And that that also cuts off like some galactic civil war started because someone went back in time and changed it. And now they're yeah, in yeah. charge. Well, and it also absolutely. leaves room for more no, consequences. I, I, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And less retconning. Okay. Uh, my next ad is going to be psionics. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Okay. Uh, first, I think any good space opera has a little bit of weird in it. Second, the impulse drive rules support some weird. There are some playbooks that uh, lean on that. You don't have to play them, but I want to open that up. And third, I really love the old E.E. Uh, e. Cummings uh, Lensman books. And the, that's a super deep cut for a lot of people I know, but this is like, a, this is what the Green Lantern stories were based on. I have the GURPS book that was licensed from that series. Yeah. And I love the, those sorts of psionics. And so I like psionics 
as some an alternative something you know like the force or magic it's got a little bit of a more sciencey sort of theme that you know 30s to 70s sci-fi uh but it gives us some room for funky weird stuff all right uh back to ben be in the ad category uh, something along the lines of, if not specifically, like elder civilization, um, or just precursors. A very, very technological uh, developments among civilizations. So we're not all running on the same playing field. Do okay. I? Okay. So there are there alien species that predate the expansion into this sector? Yeah. So like you'd have some that have um some species or whatever who were spacefaring before humanity some are local spacefaring like say us in the 50s 60s um but not necessarily us a hundred years from now Mm -hmm. um so we have varied levels of uh of technological advancement not everyone is extended Um, ftl right we're not it's it's not it's not Star Wars where we're all playing on the same technological playing field. Unless you're just like a deeply like backwater planet without. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like we might come across a, a, a race of aliens that they can get to their moon, but they can't, they haven't figured out the FTL thing yet. Sure. And that's a very Star Trek kind of thing. And I love uh, also somewhat Stellaris, as Peter mentioned. That works. But um, yeah, I like that idea that we have. And, and does this encompass... Uh, aliens uh, more advanced than the society that our player characters are going to be interacting with or whatever? Yes, because that's one of the things I love with current book series I'm reading, um, uh, X-Force, uh, but also like Mass Effect, where a lot of the technology that we dis- that you that is discovered is more advanced than what we have. Okay. And so it's that, that's a puzzle we have to figure out in the process. Sure. Okay, so cool, oh. cool, cool. And again, we're talking about, we're, I said our characters, Ignore that. We're talking about the palette that we're working with for microscope. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So cool. There are right. relics that are yeah, higher advanced than the things that we're using. Right. So, and I like but, the idea that that cuts both ways. Uh, I, Peter. Okay. So I've got an ad. Um, artificial gravity that was discovered before the FTL technology and is therefore incredibly mature and reliable. I do not want to deal with the whole like we're always floating around in the space station. Oh thing. no 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 okay. no floating nope. juices all the time and that's and, fine. Yeah no, absolutely. All right, cool, Ryan. This this is not a space shuttle to the moon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I clarify? Can we can we go back to one of them and clarify something Ben said? Mm-hmm. I I like uh, I like the the it, technological advancement, but he said something specifically about it sort of being like in an artifact state so that it's actually quite old. And I like that specifically. Okay. Well, I tell you what, why don't we change this to uh, alien artifacts? Of adv- that sound- yeah, like advanced, mass effect style, like advanced technology artifacts. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. I like it specifically being something that is not only beyond us, but much older than us. Okay. Remember this is stuff that's going to affect our timeline. Right. for this entire area this is this has nothing to do with our characters necessarily That's true. it might right but you know, it may be that we find that we as in this society that's expanding out 
in this timeline, they find stuff and that has effects. Great. Okay, cool. So advanced alien artifacts. Right. Uh, and artifacts we do implies ad? that this is just shorthand. Artifacts here implies, hey, we found these. Cool. Whatever they are, yes. Yeah. All right. So Ryan, what are you what are you what's your palette addition? Add or ban? I want to do an ad. Um, you said something early, very early on when we were discussing big picture. And now my mind has gone completely blank, but I really liked the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, something about like extended colonies that are now shut off. Like have are, are now like people have gone out and have now like shut themselves off from the rest of the galaxy. Yeah, that, I think that was proposed as like a possible bookend. I like that yeah, idea was... of just something that exists. Okay, so that there there um... are extended colonies who are not uh, necessarily any longer interested in expansion and advancement, like Stargate style. Or I w- I was gonna say if if we're I don't know enough about Stargate to be honest. All I've okay. seen is like so, three episodes of Universe. So like imagine yeah like imagine um like in the in in America if explorers went out west and just decided they liked it better and lived there instead of trying to like okay like intentionally cut off ties. not technologically devoid cut off right so pockets of isolated insular societies intentional ones yes. Well, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I mean by insular. They're, oh, they're okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Withdrawn, internally focused. They don't care about the rest of the galaxy. Right. They got they got FTL cool. and decided that we're going to go make a clubhouse over here. Right. And you, sure, that's and, a very and, Star Trek thing. Yeah, and yeah. I'm cool with that. No, anyone else is allowed. Yep. Daniel. Um. Yeah. I. Okay. So I my. I don't know if this is an ad or a ban. I'm going to float an idea. Okay. Uh, how do we feel about terraforming? So finding a planet and shaping it to suit the needs of uh, humans As so we can long, survive there. I suppose from a, so, from a broader city on a hill standpoint, as long as that doesn't take the form of uh, doing a bad colonizational thing. Well, uh, like, if you're finding just like blank useless planets that aren't inhabited and then flipping them through science like that's cool yeah all right yeah like mars i will say (laughs) i like the idea of banning that because i like colonies living on the edge i think that's interesting and exciting it's people struggling to get by i think that creates conflict can i suggest Uh, dumb societies uh, hang on can i can i suggest a third option sure there there is some technological advance in that area but it's in its infancy so you can you can colonize some of these hostile worlds like for instance a mars or something like that but it's never going to not be difficult okay so it will always kind of suck on some level so imperfect terraforming you can't uh, yeah. or I would I would say brand new, honestly. Like it's it's a technology. Well, again, we're talking about decades. We're talking about millennia of potential timelines here, right? So I like the idea of imperfect, just as we we know that in terms of the narrative we're creating, it's never gonna be great. Like sure you can make it habitable, but it's not like you're gonna drop a mach- a robot off and come back two weeks later, and you have something that vaguely resembles Earth and is yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. And yeah, I no think issues. From, from like a, 
you know, if we if we get into like you know space ethics, um, if it's like you're not ever going to like cause an extinction level event on a planet because then you wouldn't be terraforming, right? It. But we might right. be able to warm it up. We might be able to make this atmosphere breathable with a respirator or give it an actual atmosphere. Yeah, give, like give it sure. enough of a magnetosphere that we don't immediately die when we walk outside. Plant that sort of thing. Some kind of shielding to prevent planets too close to stars from being uninhabitable because you know, yeah. but too it's never. Hot. It's never going to be super comfortable unless there's something really funky going on. I'm cool with that. All right. Yeah, I yeah. like that because that right. that'll also let us. It gives a little of bit of yes without just like flip well, a switch and everything's done. And I think it makes it opens up some cool habit, uh, some cool scenarios. Like, hey, what's it like if we partly terraform Mercury? Uh, okay. Well, the, That's the a other place. thing too is it's like, um, it it also kind of like redefines the idea of a good planet. Yes. Because that would that would make something like, for instance, Hoth from the second Star Wars movie. Yeah, like Hoth a dream come true to find. Like, yeah, it's a frozen snowball, but it's got water and a breathable atmosphere. Right. We yeah, can that's use something this. to so, fight over. There's so absolutely. few things yeah. we're gonna have to do to this. There's I, like that. I, I love right. the idea of like lots and lots of clothing so much. Or yeah, or like Ben said, yeah, biodomes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But but and biodomes I, that are gonna need maintenance. And um, I like the yeah. idea that technology, while we've where there are huge advancements across the timeline, it's distinctively not solved. Yeah, science can't just do, oops, everything, because I think that. Yeah, makes I'm really it trying kind to avoid boring. Star Trek here. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I I think that is just fine. Um, let's see, bands. Um, I, I'm trying to think of a band here. I'm struggling. I, I will just as a reminder. As soon as one person passes, we finish out the round, and we move on. Okay. So um, okay, I would like to and this may be more of a lines and veils thing. It probably is. I if we're gonna have space pirates, which I'm all about space pirates, I'd like it to be a little more for the money and without all of the other actual stuff that pirates did. Sure, that's a lines and veils. Okay. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. long as we're that doesn't need to go in here. As long as we're not going, you know. Pirates are fun. No, they aren't. More Jack Sparrow, less Blackbeard? Yes, please. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can get behind that. More, um, more uh, hmm. How to Train Your Dragon and less actual Vikings. All right. You know, I'm actually going to pass here. I'm having huge trouble thinking of anything else to add. I feel like there's something else, but I don't know <clears throat> yet. I've, I've got I've, one. I've got a couple okay. of things. Okay. Well, we're going to we're going to wrap this round up and then move on. And again, as a reminder, this is not limiting the bands are these are out the palette is stuff that we need to use in order for it to be in here okay but i'm gonna go ahead I, but i do have i do have a at least one other thing that i would really like to ban well good news good news uh we're, we're gonna do ben and then we're gonna do you okay um teleportation yes or no ban okay no beam me up scotty if we're fringing ftl yeah beam me up Scotty's probably a bit unnecessary that's fine all right, Peter. Some horrible, powerful, like godlike, genocidal thing—reapers or Skynet or whatever—ban. 
Um, no Galactus. No Galactus. No Reapers. No Tyranids. Just blah. Uh, All right. So no overweening galactic terror. Got it. Yeah. All right. No civil wars. No galactic terrors. Uh, Ryan. We're really killing the Star Wars uh, expanded universe here. Um, no, that's. As I think well I, we should. Yeah, probably. There's some parts of that that didn't need to go. Um, so help me Looking if you crush Jay Anderson. If you crush Chewbacca with one more planet, someone's catching these hands. Um, hey, that's my favorite death in the entire. That's, and that's very universe. fair. I don't. In I don't fairness, mind I liked his dad's response of, like, what do you mean? My son died to a moon. My son was too strong to die to a exactly. Simple moon. I read that Respect and I that. said, "This is the only way you can kill Chewie. The yeah. only way." I'll and allow I can live it. with that. Yes, that's yeah. such a All weird right. thing to do, though. I think I'm good. <laughs> okay, I pass. And Daniel, hmm, I'm thinking that there might be one more thing to add, but I, 